Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. All right, you. What the hell were you doing to Yogi? Chasing him around the house with a big giant inflatable piece of plastic. <laughs> Why? Because Were you chasing him around the house with a big giant inflatable piece of plastic? So it started it started like this. I picked up the piece of plastic. It was on the end of something. I pulled it off and Yogi was like he did that like sideways shuffle thing and he like took off out of the bedroom. I'm like, the hell? And I like walked out after him holding it and he's got his ghost. And I was like, is this? And then I like gestured it at him and he took off running. So we, we had a good time. He was he was he was having a grand old time, the little psycho. Running from a piece of plastic. So it's the he's afraid of the plastic thing? Um, I think Is that the gist here? I think it's like vacuum cleaner afraid. He's afraid, but he also knows we're not gonna hurt him. So he plays. You know? Yeah, but then is he actually afraid? He used to be terrified <clears throat> of the vacuum. Maybe he's learned not to be afraid because he knows we would never hurt him. So maybe he's learned not to be afraid of it. And so that's why he plays. Probably. And this is similar. His reaction to this is kind of like, I don't get what the hell's going on. So I'm going to turn this into a game. I mean, that's a good thing. That's a good coping mechanism, actually. He's, People should try that He sometimes. seemed to be having a grand old time. And then I would go around the corner. Well, he did even when I... And he would like zoom in. When I came home, yep. When I came home, he was doing that. He was running around like a lunatic. I had them all lined up while you were gone. (laughs) Well, and then, and then I just kind of did my, you know, raw hands at him, you know, and I kind of threw them out in front of me and with look like claws. And he then like drops down on his front paws and keeps his ass up in the air. And then as soon as I take a, a little motion towards him, he darts away. And then. He comes back. He's got spunk. He just stands there. He stands there, and the little tail goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then you do rawr at him again, and then he drops down again. And you repeat the cycle over and over and over. He doesn't ever give up. He will play until one of us is too tired. Right. And then he'll either sleep, or he'll wait until I sleep, and then he'll sleep. But that's we what he tire does. He will play you to death. Effectively. Yeah, he will play you to death. And it's always the same game and he's not like saris brie will let you play 25 different games with her she's game she's ready to go he has his i have game. my game that i play with her i i throw the ball for her and i play games where she gets points if it goes one place and i get points if it goes another place and it's always harder for me than for her because she's a dog but i'm better at the but i'm better at throwing the ball so it i end up winning 99 percent of the time but 
at least it's competitive. Before it wouldn't have been competitive. Right. Just wouldn't have been. But it's fun because we actually play a game together that she understands is a game. And she tries really hard to win the game. It's really funny to watch. Have you ever seen me play with Jasper like that? Where I'll like, he'll be like sitting on the end of the bed and he'll be feeling particularly feisty. And I'll come in and I'll just like assault him with my hands. And then he'll get all mad about it. And I'll like run out of the bedroom and then he chases me. Yeah, I've seen that. It's good stuff. I didn't, I've never played he's with a cat He's done that like to me that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done that here. He's, he's interesting because he's a little more dog-like. And I have a theory behind this. What, cats or dogs? Okay, Yogi. Yogi came along and then immediately thereafter, pretty close, came Olive. So Yogi learned really fast to live with a kitten. And Yogi has big feelings, always. And this kitten, Olive, was not doing well. In fact, Toria had to feed it with a syringe every day to save its life. Literally. That's why she's been sleeping That's on why my to hip this day, yes. that cat thinks of her as mother. Yes. That's mom right there. She's mom. So she, the cat, is like super sweet when she wants to be, but she's very standoffish other times. And then like Parker... He could be really pushy sometimes, and you just want to, like, well, go away. But then you look at him, and you're like, he's sweet. I'm not going to tell him the to go yodeling away. I'll, I'll keep about around. socks, though. I can't. This cat has a sock fetish. Yeah, that is he's weird. obsessed. But, but then, you got, then you got Pretty Girl, and she's kind of street cat, and she comes and gets her attention when she wants it. But then, there's, but then there's Jasper, and my theory about this is that Jasper and Bree basically grew up together right i mean i mean jasper came in december and you know brie was was born in uh, june and jasper was actually born in august right so they're about the same age so they're about the same age and they're really close in we age got Bree in and september. you know when jasper came yeah so when they came you know when jasper came we were training the dog we were working with the kitten back and forth back and forth and i think that in some ways the cat picked up some dog mannerisms. Honestly, I really, I know it sounds stupid, but I think the cat picked up some dog mannerisms. Damn cats are Because dog. it does do dog things sometimes. Just like Yogi does cat things sometimes. I'm serious. That dog will jump on the back of the couch and walk along the back like a cat. Yeah. He's a dog. So does the Saris. That's why he's the, that's why he's the CEO. Well, now Bree started doing it. But who taught her that? The Yog of Dogs. I wonder. Hmm. Must be that little furry demon. Yep. That you see in our logo. Which, by the way, that is who inspired that logo. It looks it's, just like him. You know, the, the Yog of Dog. Yep. And it looks just like him. He's furry like that. Um, cute. Cute, cute, cute. Some, somebody, somebody said, um, somebody said to him today, he was, we went, I know what it was. I went, took him to Dutch Bros with me. And the reg, one of the regular girls was training a new girl. And when the regular girl turned and she saw Yogi there, the last time Yogi was super sweet to her. <laughs> this time she said, oh, hello, Yogi. And then he went, Meanwhile, his tail's going 50,000 miles an hour. So she's not understanding that that's just Yogi being like, look, if I'm just nice to you, then they'll think I'm a wimp. So I'm going to growl. But if you pet me, I'll be fine. Well, she doesn't know this. So she says to him, 
I love you. And you know the damn dog stopped growling at her? <laughs> Yog dog. I thought that was funny that she reacted that way to him, though. That is she funny. She was like, whoa, you're a little bit, you're a little bit much. But you know, speaking of the two assholes, Yogi and um, Jasper, I wanted to talk once again one of my favorite segments of all time that we do. And, you know, we got to get back to doing some of those segments about, like, um, Mama's Boy show. Well, if our shows would ever and, come back you know, on air. Smothered. And you know what? We could even do a 90-day fiancé episode oh, here or there. Bitches. Who cares? But I think it'd be fun. Anyway, I want to do my favorite segment, Am I the Asshole? So, so this one. As is usual. Hold on. Let me explain like I always do. As is usual, she has found this on Reddit, I believe, and I have not heard it. I don't I would even think I've heard the title. No. And she's going to read it, and then I will react either as it goes or at the end. But we'll see. So take it away. Babe. I would like to I would like everybody at first to pardon the fact that I'm a little raspy and that I have a little cough. Not at my best, but I'm going to give it my best shot. So, am I the asshole? You go. What? I said, you go. All right. Am I the asshole for requiring that all family Christmases must be at my house and that there are rules they must abide by? That's the title. There's a reason I didn't tell you this. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Hmm. This sounds familiar. Prepare. Continue. Your my twins oh, are going on 15 years old and were born on Christmas Day. So I have a rule that all Christmas dinners must Twin, be twins? twins. Okay. So I have a rule that all Christmas dinners must be at mine and my husband's house to celebrate my kiddos. Also, Christmas celebrating must only be done throughout the afternoon and during dinner. But then the celebrating that's done during dessert must be reserved for only birthday-themed festivities and decorations. Another rule is that nobody is allowed to bring combo gifts like a big gift for Christmas and birthday combined, nor may they give a gift to my kiddos that have to share that they have to share. Additionally, no birthday gift can be wrapped in Christmas paper and no Christmas gift may be wrapped in birthday paper. And same with greeting cards, no one size fits all card or shared cards allowed. The last rule. And the one that is a sore spot for the family is that will be no, there will be no pie at the table as I go out all out on birthday cakes for my kiddos. Sister-in-law, and especially husband's elderly aunt, <laughs> always break the rules. Am I the asshole for enforcing the rules and asking all the in-laws to comply? <laughs> That's, um, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Um, because, well, like, okay, if I'm going to be like 100% just as it is, pragmatic, it. this is the way it is, then... It's her right to do whatever she wants. It's her house. It's her kids. It's her family. If the family members are like, F you, we're going to Cousin Johnny's house this year and everybody goes and you don't, well, you can still have your Christmas at home. You just won't have family there. But see, that's your choice that you make by staying at your house. Right. So you're basically saying you don't give two Fs if you're alone with just your family for Christmas because that'll make you just fine and dandy happy. Right? And that's basically what they're saying by, by doing Effectively, that. Effectively, follow my rules or don't come to my house. Right. So, I mean, but she's got a right to put herself in that position because it's her house. She can do what she wants. Uh -huh. Now, that's the pragmatic, like, you know, here it is. 
perfect world. That's what she'd get. But there is no perfect world, right? Right. So there's just a world. The reality of, of this situation. Judgment. <laughs> yes, and the reality is she's kind of an asshole because you can't expect people to do every single thing exactly the way you want it. Right. I mean, I can understand putting like a dollar value on a gift, like maybe even a minimum and a maximum, just to say, because I think sometimes people are cheap ass MF. And some people go way overboard and make everybody else feel bad. And some people go way overboard. So this way you kind of scrink it down and there's a range and they follow it and then everybody's happy. That you can enforce. I don't see any problem with that. But to force people to do exactly what you want just so that you'll be happy it it it, it call, at least at the very least it makes you selfish as a human being born within the vicinity of christmas i am no stranger to the combo gift you know yes you'd get this is the truth you'd get the helmet for your birthday and the bike for christmas or vice versa cuz my birthday is first so i'd get the the bigger thing first and the accessories for Christmas, you know, or, or you'd get like the Barbie doll for your birthday and the Barbie dream house for Christmas, you know, combo gifts. You know what though? Here, here's one I thing. I have no problem say. with them. <laughs> I was going to say, I think, you know, as being someone who's been a parent and in that situation, because I do have my children were born between November and January. Right. <laughs> so, they're all very close to the Hopefully holiday. Hopefully not in December. But. And, you know, but like like Liz, she always has this issue because she's so close to Christmas. Right. That people will give, you know, some people in the family would do that. Give her a combined gift. We just use her um, Christmas list to shop for her birthday. <laughs> I never cared about that. You know, it didn't matter. I mean, if people did that, great. If they didn't, they didn't. I didn't really see it as a problem. For me, I would never have done that to her, ever. I would have made sure that she got both and that it would be treated as two separate things. It's the only fair thing to do because how fair is it, when you think about it, how fair is it that a person whose birthday is in June gets to have this big birthday party with a cake and they get birthday presents and it's all about them and their day. But then because you were born closer to Christmas, oh, let's... Here you go. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. As as a young That's adult. Right. And by young adult, I mean legal drinking age, 18 to like 22 years old. My birthday mm-hmm. celebration was always a company Christmas party. I didn't like yeah, that very much. Yeah, considering when your time of your birthday is. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That was not fabulous. That was not, it was not really my cup of tea. I really like them to be distinct things. <laughs> So, but, so are we in agreement that she is the asshole here? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I would call her an asshole. That's okay? what I was hoping. I don't know. That's is what I was hoping for. Right here. Right here. Disagreement. I love it. There's a word that's used for this type of person in one specific context, and I don't know how to change that word to describe this context. But she is a bridezilla. Okay. You know, like right in whatever, whatever Zilla it is. That's right. Because the, the, yeah, a Zilla is that person who has to control every single holiday detail Zilla? of their day. Is she a holiday? I Zilla? guess. I guess. So I don't. I don't know if that makes her an asshole. Or just fucking annoying. Aunt Zilla. Aunt Zilla. That's phenomenal. Aunt Rex. Huh. Auntie Rex. <laughs> Auntie Rex. 
It worked. Oh, I wish I had nieces and nephews. I will not be at the improv near you. I will not. I wish I had nieces and nephews. I would have been anti Rex. That would have that would have thrilled me on an unimaginable I number of levels. I can only imagine the video footage I could get off of that. I only can imagine that the TikToks that could be made. Okay, so I watched a TikTok earlier <laughs> of a dude <laughs> of a dude living his life wearing on his bottom half a T-Rex costume and it had like legs so it looked like he was riding the T-Rex, but his legs were the T-Rex right. legs. And he was like mm-hmm. walking down the road and a lady walked past him and his T-Rex went at her. And he was like, whoa, whoa, it was so funny. And then, yeah, he like entered his house as a T-Rex. It was ridiculous. He climbed on his roof as a T-Rex. He was vacuuming his house as a T-Rex and the T-Rex was afraid of the vacuum. Oh my God, I was dying. I was laughing so hard. You make fun of me watching my YouTube videos. I do. And you're looking at YouTube videos of a guy in a T-Rex costume. It was not a YouTube video. It was a TikTok. You now can no longer make fun of my YouTube videos. I don't make fun you of you anymore You have entered the realm of lunatis- lunacy YouTube. You know what? See, that's what we I all actually, like. Actually, I do have a thing for... I used to have a thing for Vine. And I really, really liked oh, so Vine. you like Logan Paul. No. He wasn't funny. Bet you did. No. I like the funny vines, like the little girl who snapped herself in the vagina with the uh, skipping rope and her reaction was, oh, fuck. That was a great one. That makes me laugh to this day. Anyway, so now some people, not all, there's still the idiots out there, of course, who've ruined everything. Some people have tried to make Instagram reels, Facebook reels, and TikToks like vines. And I like those ones. They satisfy me in a way that most internet comedy does not satisfy me. So after I came across the semi the asshole today, I got myself into like this weird infinite loop of what to what I was reading. And like I mentioned, I've been sick, so I've been kind of downtime laying in my bed, watched reading things on Facebook. And so I was reading uh fifteen Karen's that you cannot believe actually exist. <laughs> this woman was at a restaurant and she somehow found out her server was an atheist and this was offensive to her. So she ordered liver. Then when the atheist brought her the liver, she was like, excuse me, I ordered steak and made the atheist take it back. And then demanded that it be removed from the bill because it was awful. And the atheist fucked it all up. And then it ended with, the, this is the Karen's post on Facebook is what it was. She, she was publishing this herself. And she said, usually I just won't tip an atheist, but shame on this business for hiring one. <laughs> I can't. First off, how do you know that somebody has no spiritual belief whatsoever? Did they be like, hello, I think God is a, a, a facade. Can, could you like to sit in a booth or a table? What? Ah! <laughs> yeah. That was the best Karen story I read all day. Like the most Kareniest Karen of Karen land. <sighs> I hear you. I think that the Karen of Karen land that I was trying to remember was the guy and his wife leaving a Walmart in a rural area where we were wearing black masks on their face. Mm-hmm. 
and a dude's just cruising in, you know, he's not paying any attention, he's looking the other way, and as he goes past the guy in the black mask, the guy in the black mask grabs him, says, hey man, where's your fucking mask, you're supposed to wear a mask, ah, he just goes off on this guy about wearing a mask, and the guy's like, well, first of all, you know, have you heard about, you know, keep six foot from me, people, I didn't ask you to touch me, and I didn't even look your direction, bro. So why are you touching me? And then the guy's like, oh, but you're supposed to wear a mask. Blah, blah. Well, if the magical mask works for you, then what do you care? You're wearing a mask. So you're protected. So what do you care if I'm not protected? You know, mind your own business, right? And then the guy just walks away. But there was like going to be a fight between these two guys because one guy's being a Karen because the other guy's not wearing a mask. You, I mean, they're going to force their opinion on do you. Do you remember that dude back in 2020 when you and I were taking the dogs for a walk? And the, the guidance was that no oh, masks yes. were required outside at that current moment in time. Correct. And that psychotic dude decided to, like, move around a car and scream at you for not wearing a mask. He <laughs> went all the way around. Well, if you remember, though. But if you remember, though, he wasn't that brave. He went all the way around the car walked about three blocks away and then yelled you're supposed to wear a mask yeah yeah that's you should have seen my special my face it was pretty classic and you told but, him he should you should he should pull his head out of his ass and then we kept walking i told him to get i told him to, yes i said and you need to pull your head out of your ass yes and we just kept on walking yeah that's a classic moment for me. Masks and the wearing of them brought out a whole new level of Karen in society. Well, you know what, though? You know what's really sad about... Um, what's really sad about today's world is stuff like that. The I think a lot of people are what you could call a Karen in a way. You know, they want... They, they won't talk to you if you don't believe their way on this issue. Right. You know, but that's just a template. Insert whatever issue you want and whichever side of the issue you want to be on. But they're not talking to you unless you believe that. Because that's what they believe. And I think that's that's really short-sighted. And it's... Politics it's, and religion. It shows what a lack... It shows, yeah, it shows what a lack of education people have when it comes to stuff like that. Right. I, I just don't... I don't condone just shutting another person down because of their beliefs. But you know what I do condone shutting someone down over? What? When a show starts going on and on and on, like ours is doing right now. Well, then, clearly Mike has talked way too much, guys. So we're going to... I have. We're going to hit the hey, hey, hey. Good night, everyone. <laughs> uh, hasta la bye-bye, baby. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.